This is Animals Voice Podcast, presented by the Ontario SPCA, with 50 communities working together for animal welfare. We've got another great show for you on the way, so put your paws up, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Animals Voice Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin McKenzie. Thank you for joining us once again, and thank you for joining us once again, Dr. Drew Van Niekirk, president of Petlinks Corporation, a returning guest here on Animals Voice. How are you, sir? Doing wonderfully, thanks. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Drew is joining us by Skype, so if the uh, quality of the sound, either on our end or his end, is a little different than normal, uh, please forgive us, but we are utilizing modern technology here with Skype. Now, Drew, we, uh, we heard from you in Season 2 of Animals Voice Podcast, God, it's got to be a year ago now, um, Episode 14, talking about the Pet Experience Project. So you are a returning guest. Today, we're going to be talking to you uh, about uh, the PetLink Summit for Urban Animal Strategies, which uh, I know I've read about quite a bit, so I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing your take on that. Um, before we get rolling, I just wondered if you could remind our listeners how long you've been involved in animal welfare. Uh, well, I've started quite early in my career, some something uh, in the nature of 18 years ago, I started on the board of directors of the Calgary Humane Society. I moved on uh, in uh, in other realms, working with the city of Calgary, but also with uh, this group, the uh, the Summit for Urban Animal Strategies, probably around seven years ago now. Nice. Now, I know that um, I'm a little bit familiar with PetLink, so obviously I've been a part of an event or two with the group. I just wondered if you could tell the listeners, what exactly does PetLink's corporation do? Well, PetLink's has a lot of different arms and functions. It, it is a pet recovery service. It's an automated pet recovery service for lost pets. It also is a utility for pet owners uh, to learn about pet care and for the animal industry, people within the industry, working within the industry, to connect up on, on our media channels. In addition, we host the urban region regional uh, conferences across Canada and the annual urban animal summit now these are industry leader uh, groups and they are focused on improving strategies for animals within the uh, within the communities across Canada and into the US and, and around the world in, in uh, many situations here. Now, who gets invited to the summit? I know I was lucky enough to attend one of the conferences that was in Ontario not long ago. Uh, what, what, like, is there, are there, is there a hit list you have of people that you want at the table for these events? Well, there certainly is. We have five different sectors that we recognize are responsible in the animal industry uh, for the activities that go on, and those are the humane and rescue, uh, the animal services and bylaw municipal, retail, uh, which would include pet stores as well as uh, retail sales uh, and groomers, breeders, and health and wellness, finally, which is the, uh, the fourth of the main four categories, and that's your veterinary wellness and, and other health-related animal industry folks. And then lastly, and the newest category would be community representatives. And those would be people like city planners and politicians and those who have animals in their, in their um, daily activities, such as building off-leash areas or bylaw 
uh, bylaw creation or that sort of thing. So those are the main stakeholders within the animal industry, and we've tried to gather them annually to get a cooperative and collaborative solution to many of the problems in our communities and spread that across Canada. Okay. Now, I know the Summit for Urban Animal Strategies is actually coming up, isn't it? When, when is it and, and where is it being held? So that event is held annually in Lake Louise. Preceding that is the April regional conference tour that goes from um, Toronto, Halifax, Calgary, and Vancouver. And those regional conferences allow each region to bring out its current innovations and send those up into the uh, key opinion leader group that is uh, that is gathering at the summit in Lake Louise in October. Uh, it's usually held around the third week of October, and, and this year it'll be the 22nd to the 25th. Nice. And there, is there a theme this year at the summit? There often are many themes. Uh, we try to focus on one or two in particular. However, the, the discussion is always guided by the people who are there. These leaders come, come with issues and, and we typically will decide on the go what the current issues are to deal with. This year, our main focus is on animal sourcing, uh, which can be any source of animals, be it puppies and kittens, but also new resourcing, as we would call it, coming from rescues or or from humane societies, any, anywhere an animal enters into a home, a rehoming or a primary homing is, is where we would consider that to be the source. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Now, I, I know that people are coming with their ideas and things that they want to address, and I think it's pretty effective that you are flexible at the summit and, you know, kind of form the conversations as you're aware what those topics and, and you know, hot-button items are, but uh, what are the rumblings? Are you getting a sense for what some of the key conversations may be at this year's summit? Yeah, certainly I think that people are, are frustrated by a few issues and, and they keep, keep coming up again and again across the regionals and that's where we get our pulse on, on the grassroots of what's going on in communities. And one of the, one of the issues is that the general public seems fairly disjointed and confused by the messages they get from the industry. The industry can sometimes be a little bit combative and not as cooperative as we would like it to be and therefore sends out mixed messages to a public who now has very uh, complete access on the internet to as much information as they can find. And so for the average pet owner, that becomes daunting and very difficult to follow. So when they go looking for, say, a source for their new puppy or new kitten, they are confused by where to go and who a reliable source is. And so one of the discussions that traveled across Canada was to try to uncover methodology in which we can make the sourcing of animals more transparent. And people want to find a centralized source of information that the public can go to, a trusted source that doesn't have any ties to any particular industry or business and get reliable information on where that animal came from and, and what its history and past is, thus making it uh, transparent to them and they can make their own decisions. So the industry seeing that, that's a major discussion point um, across Canada these days, one of many. Okay. Do, do, you, feel, do you feel that the, the summit itself is beneficial specifically to animal welfare? 
It certainly is ben beneficial to animal welfare. In fact, they've always been a strong contributor. But I always see this as, as a collaborative group in, in the sense that only one part of the industry remaining insular tends to, I would say, leave out many of the opinions of those who have, who have a very strong tie to the communities across Canada. For example, if you're a, a retailer and you sell collars and pet foods and whatnot to, uh, to pet owners, you're going to be in contact with them on a weekly basis. If you're a shelter, you may only make contact once in two or three years or um, maybe perhaps on, on community events. If you're a veterinarian, you may only contact a client or a, a pet owner once a year or twice a year, in some cases even less. And so the messaging that comes from each of those sources is different. And I think that if you have a collaborative effort where we all speak from the same voice, at least about the core issues and what's really important in, in the minds of pet owners, then they will be more engaged in a proactive approach to pet ownership. The Summit Awards Gala, I believe, is part of the, uh, the summit itself, correct? That's right. It's one of the main features of, of the summit, and, and it is designed to recognize efforts of those in the community who have done remarkable work and continue to do remarkable work to move the pet experience forward in a, in a positive way. Can you confirm or deny that Animals Voice podcast was nominated to be a part of the uh, Summit Awards Gala? <laughs> I feel I'm being set up at this point. <laughs> well, listen, I don't want to say anything, but Katie, my producer, told me that the reason we didn't get to the finals is that we hadn't had you back on as a guest yet, Drew. Do you have if any I comment? Anything, yes, if I had anything to do with the voting, I would most certainly have voted in your favor. <laughs> All right. But I recused myself from the voting. In fact, the voting on the awards is done by the members themselves uh, across Canada and those at the summit itself. Understood. Now, so that's how the, the, the award is chosen for the summit award? Is it, It's everyone across the, the country is, is voting on that, correct? Yeah, the nominations come from across the country and ultimately at the summit, the, uh, the finalists are voted on by the delegates at the summit and, and that's where our awards uh, are, are presented. Awesome. Now, where can our listeners go to learn more about the Summit Awards and the Summit itself? There's an excellent website, www.urbananimal.com. And if you go to the programs and events, uh, you will find the uh, regional summits as well as the International Summit for Urban Animal Strategies. There'll be an archive there of of previous summits as well as the regional tours that just occurred and the discussions that are going on. It's very complete and people can familiarize themselves with the events that are being discussed and become involved. More importantly and most importantly, the regional summits are open to anybody. They can be attended and your opinion is definitely uh, you know, pushed forward into, into the community and then back nationally and then um, turned around again and, and uh, refocused in the communities after the summit. Delegates have had a chance to uh, problem solve and come up with uh, solutions. Very good. Yeah, I, I want to encourage our listeners to visit urbananimal.com and really uh, think about getting involved. I, I had the chance to uh, attend the summit in Ontario this past year and uh, very interesting. And I learned a lot about areas of the animal world that, you know, I don't 
necessarily have access to each and every day in my role here at the Ontario SPCA. So definitely want our listeners to check out urbananimal.com. Dr. Drew Van Niekirk, president of uh, PetLinks Corporation, thanks for joining us again. Um, uh, I understand you'll be joining us on a weekly basis from now on to ensure we uh, have a better chance at the vote next year. <laughs> it's been my pleasure joining you. All right. We will talk to you again. I do want to hear how the summit went. So uh, you will be hearing from Dr. Van Kirk again in the near future. And thank you to the listeners of Animals Voice for your continued support. Your input for topics are always appreciated. You can find me on Twitter at KevTheGrad, or you can email me at kmckenzie at ospca.on.ca. Until the next time, we'll catch you later. Thank you for joining us for another edition of Animals Voice Podcast. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and at our website, ontariospca.ca. Animals Voice Podcast is a production of the Ontario SPCA. The Society would like to thank all of our supporters. Together, we are the Animals Voice.